Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, July 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The cleanup from this week's historic rain in the St. Louis region continues. Many forced from their homes are wondering about their next steps. Officials say documenting the damage is a good place to start. Just snap photos of things that are damaged, things that you're getting rid of, um, you know, for your insurance purposes um, or for, for purposes of, you know, just documenting what your damage was like. The National Weather Service says parts of the region received more than a foot of rain in less than a day. As residents deal with the aftermath, Congresswoman Cori Bush is urging the state to take the next step to receive federal aid. And as St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, Bush says she's seeking help from non-governmental agencies as well. When Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe issued an executive order on Tuesday declaring a state of emergency in response to the damaging floods that hit St. Louis, that was the first requirement in order to seek a federal major disaster declaration. However, the next step, a formal request to the Biden administration from the state, is not yet completed. According to Bush, documents like a damage assessment are part of that process, and collecting information like how many homes have been impacted can take time. There has to be an assessment of how much damage so that the state knows um, what to request of the administration. Bush believes once the request makes it to the Biden administration, it will get immediate approval. In the meantime, she recommends contacting United Way by dialing 211 to receive assistance. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. This week's downpour is bringing some parts of the region that repeatedly deal with flooding into the spotlight. That includes the West St. Louis neighborhood of Ellendale. Some residents say their homes are often flooded by rain and sewer water. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones says she will ask the Metropolitan Sewer District to find a solution. So it was on my radar, um, so it will continue to be top of mind for me to, to work with MSD, to work with our state and federal partners to how we can fix River to Pair once and for all. Officials say people who need immediate help should visit recovery.mo.gov or call 211. As residents clean up and figure out their next steps, the National Weather Service and scientists are still assessing this week's rain. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton picks up the story. According to the National Weather Service in St. Louis, about 25% of the region's total yearly rainfall fell in about 12 hours on Tuesday. Environmental Protection Agency data shows in recent years, a larger percentage of rain has come from single-day storms. Claire Masteller is a professor of Earth and Planetary Sciences at Washington University. She says Tuesday's storm could be part of a trend as warm air fuels wet weather. In theory, as the atmosphere warms, so as our climate warms, as we start getting more hot days, that warmer atmosphere can actually hold more water vapor. Masteller says more water vapor in the atmosphere means precipitation falls as heavy rain, sometimes causing life-threatening flash floods. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. In other news, monkeypox has made its way to St. Louis County. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services and the county's health department have confirmed an adult male has tested positive. Health officials say it's the first probable case of monkeypox in the county. The resident was tested on July 23rd. He contracted the virus during sex with a person who tested positive. The resident is isolating at home in St. Louis County. 
Illinois Senator Dick Durbin has introduced a measure to crack down on straw gun purchases. That's when someone buys a weapon on behalf of someone else. He says the climate for police officers is dangerous and requires concrete action. Whether it's Antifa on the left or Donald Trump's January 6th insurrectionists on the right, no political grievance can ever justify attacking police officers. Durbin says the proposal would put more money toward task forces that investigate gun trafficking. Safety testing for the resurrected Loop Trolley is underway. Operator training also started yesterday with the goal of running for the public as early as next week. A pilot program calls for the service on the Del Mar Loop to run during the day Thursday through Sunday starting a week from today through October 30th. The trolley originally started running in late 2019. Low ridership and revenue prompted it to shut down roughly a year later. Local officials decided to bring it back after realizing federal funding for other projects could be jeopardized. Congresswoman Cori Bush has become a national figure, thanks in part to how she's infused activism with legislative service. But some of her stances stoked criticism and a primary challenge from state Senator Steve Roberts. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on the Democratic primary for Missouri's first congressional district. On a muggy Friday evening on Cherokee Street, Bush's supporters have gathered inside the Golden Record to celebrate the St. Louis County Democrats' birthday. After being presented with a colorful cake, Bush took the microphone and provided a pep talk to a crowd supporting her first re-election campaign since she got elected to Congress. They said it was a fluke. Was it a fluke? They said y'all didn't really mean it to elect me. Did you mean it? Yeah! Bush won a landmark victory in 2020 over Congressman Lacey Clay, ushering in a new era in St. Louis politics. As she runs for another two-year term, Bush's primary message is how she's delivered money to the district, particularly hundreds of millions of dollars for St. Louis and St. Louis County through the American Rescue Plan Act. I said what I wanted to see happen, what I would do um, as I was running for Congress, which was Um, First of all, work to represent um, all the people, but starting with those who have the greatest need. But Bush's policy stances have evoked criticism, particularly how she voted against a major infrastructure bill because a larger package of spending known as Build Back Better wasn't passed first. She's also voted against some Russian sanctions and has been critical of Israel's actions against Palestinians. Some of her views are the main reason why Roberts decided to run against Bush in the August 2nd Democratic primary. You know, when I was first elected to the Senate, my focus at that time was to serve my full two terms. As you know, we're capped at eight years in the state legislature, but I had noticed a continuing pattern of troubling votes and me and other elected leaders feeling that our voices weren't being heard. Bush has received national attention for advocacy for abortion rights, and for camping out on the steps of the U.S. Capitol to get an eviction moratorium extended. But Roberts doesn't find those actions to be particularly impactful. He's promising to work closely with President Joe Biden and try to bring consensus on difficult issues. 
Well, I'll say Corey does a fantastic job as an activist bringing attention to issues that we're both passionate about. I mean, I remember seeing when she was camping out in the steps of the Capitol, but the work of a representative is done in the building. For the most part, Bush has brushed off Robert's criticisms, adding that her advocacy produced real results like an extension of the eviction moratorium. She also said not being a rubber stamp for Democratic priorities gives her leverage to make key changes to legislation. That's not why St. Louis sent me to Congress, not to look at top lines of a bill and just do um, do what I'm told. Roberts has had to deal with two accusations of sexual assault. The first was from the late Cora Faith Walker, while the other was from Amy Harms. Roberts was never charged in either case. He reached a non-monetary settlement with Walker in which he admitted to no wrongdoing. Harms received a financial settlement after she accused Roberts of groping her. Roberts says he wanted to fight the case, but was overruled by his insurance company. And I recognize that, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's something that's going to follow me for the rest of my life. I'm not going to let it hold, my, hold me back and I'm going to continue to keep moving forward. Both candidates are touting endorsements as they campaign. Roberts has the backing of numerous state and local officials, including a number of black political figures. The 1st Congressional District is Missouri's only plurality African-American district. Bush is receiving support from local and federal black political figures and organizations, such as the Congressional Black Caucus Political Action Committee. She's also been endorsed by high-profile progressive figures like Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Mike Jones is a former St. Louis alderman who has worked in governmental administrations throughout the St. Louis region. He noted that Bush did not win a majority of the black vote in 2020. But if she's able to achieve that against Roberts, she'll win by a big margin because of her built-in support among white voters. And I would argue that would be an inoculation against a serious political challenge in the future. Before Bush can think about future campaigns, she has to get through this one. Whoever prevails in the primary will almost certainly win in November since the first district is heavily Democratic. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.